following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to another chapter of Anime Made Me Do It. We are your hosts. I am Tyler. And I am Aaron. This is chapter 87. We got... um, Discussion. A whole lot of news. Uh, the last one's going to lead into a little bit of a discussion, probably. Not all super 100% anime related, but some big stuff happening in the uh, realm of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, first, we go on tangents all the time about video games, so I figure we might as well talk about this. IGN. Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo will not exhibit at E3 2023. So, Sony and Microsoft are no surprise. Yeah. Microsoft left first. Mm -hmm. Sony shortly thereafter. Nintendo Mm -hmm. was the one that always was there, though. But, I mean, the advent of, ironically enough, what killed E3 was COVID. Yeah. With COVID, they all had to start doing their own thing. And they realized it was probably just better for them. You can, you make all the ad revenue, you make, you know what I mean? You just keep everything in-house. So. Um, I mean, it does bring up the point, though, like, are we missing out with something? Are we missing out on stuff without E3? Because the God of War was announced at E3 originally. And that was one of the most hype fucking things ever. Yeah, but I think the thing is, they're thinking, why not use those big announcements and bring those views to our own channel? You know? Right. I mean, mean, look at the 2021 PlayStation uh, Showcase. Mm Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, KOTOR Remake, Knights of the Old Republic, if you're not a Star Wars person. Um, Is that going to be exclusive to you guys? I don't know if it's still getting made. The company that was originally making it, they're like out of business, or they're on their way out of business, or I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, I would, at least a timed exclusive. Amongst other things, I think Tokyo, um, Tokyo, oh shit, the fucking ghost one. Um, that was there, isn't that called Tokyo Ghost? Something like that. It was a, it was a, I keep wanting to say ghoul, but it's not that because no, um. Tokyo. Oh, god damn it. What's the name of that game? 
Ghostwire. Ghostwire Tokyo. That's what it was. Hundred. Yep. That was there. There's a bunch of shit there. Xbox just last week. Not last. I mean, whatever. Ten days ago. Whatever it was. This is Bethesda. Hmm. Uh, Deathloop was Bethesda. Oh shit. Tango. Okay, I was gonna say the deaths. They weren't the dev though. Yeah. Um. Regardless, I wanted to play that game, and then I didn't. And then all the reviews came out, and they were like, "It wasn't that good." So, whatever. But I mean, that's just the way of the. I mean, we've talked about it for anime specifically. Is there too many shows? Mm -hmm. I mean, who's to say? I mean, our opinion was potentially, yeah. But I mean, do we? We don't really need E three anymore. It's just costs too much money. There's too much production value. It's and Jeff Keeley's kind of got that world by the balls, you know. So with uh, Summer Games Fest and the Game Awards in December, so I mean, he's got like most of the year in the palm of his hand already. And he plays nice with Sony. And he already plays nice with Microsoft. So I mean, it's. If the big dogs aren't going to be there, I just don't know what games are at E3. Even Ubisoft has their own event. EA has their own event. So yeah. what are you going to be showing? I think it's going to be a gigantic flop of money. We shall see. I don't know. Honestly... I haven't watched an E3 in years. Well, nobody has. No, like I'm last talking, year, they had I'm talking, no, no, no. last year too. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm talking ten years. Yeah. I haven't watched an E3. They haven't needed it. They, I mean, with the the way the internet is now, I don't need to tune into anything because the way the algorithm is, it's going to send me what I want to see. <laughs> right, they're going to post all the trailers on their socials, anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, let's just a uh, quick pegway off of that. There's a Nintendo Direct apparently next week. Here, I'll send you this from GameSpot. So, I mean, there it's another example right there. Like, Nintendo, you can just make one of these events whenever you want. <clears throat> you don't need to be, oh, well, we have to save everything until June 6th or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, according to Giant Bombs, Jeff Grubb, he uh, the week of February 6th, so probably Wednesday or Thursday, I would think, next week. What's Nintendo going to put out with this thing, though? Just everything? I would think Advance Wars. I think you actually get gameplay for um, Tears of the Kingdom as well. Maybe DLC with Pokemon too. I so I you, I, I pause on that because yet? Pokemon has their own thing. Pokemon Company usually does their own, and they just play the little Nintendo Switch logo first, and yeah, then they go into their own thing. thing. So, 
But I think there's yeah. going to be one of those this month, too. It's currently February when we're recording this, so shout out Groundhog's Day. Um, Huge shout out. This is what I mean, though. Like, a subsect of basically Nintendo with Pokemon, they do their own thing. You don't have to go to like a actual stage to present these things anymore. It's just it's just not the way the world works anymore. No. I like I like the Twitch way of things or the live YouTube way of things, anyways. Um honestly, would you rather most of the times I watch those things, I watch other people talking about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just, I, I'd rather do that than listen to some, you know, suit talk for about this game that they had, you know, basically no hand in making. Or mm-hmm. sometimes those dev guys are so dry to talk, listen to talk. Yeah. I agree. They're super monotone, too. It always seems like. Well, I mean, that's just. I think there's a few factors that play into that with nerves and you know whatever else. Yeah. Uh next up real quick, there is speculation that Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been uh cast to voice someone in Invincible Season Two. He posted a selfie of the compendiums uh two and three. Two and three. Uh of Invincible on his instagram so who knows uh actually i saw this is actually pretty sick someone did this i like his voice i think his voice would work very well too i could see him doing that scene when he's beating the shit out of invincible but i like jk simmons too so i don't he's not gonna be playing omni man but jk simmons is that the guy who i think i know who this is He's too sh- fucking small to play Omni Man. Oh, I, J- his, voice, I, his voice is perfect, though. You know him as J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. Ah, that's. See, when I think of him, I, I think of this him here still, which is basically Omni Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think about it. He's even got the white streaks in his hair in that one. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's cool to look forward to. Um, I'm a big fan of his of him as an actor, and he's done he's done a lot of VO work too. So mm-hmm. whatever role Robert Kirkman is going to have him do it, he'll fucking just destroy it. We talked about it last week. You and I both. I think we, I speak for both of us when we say we can't wait for Invincible to come back. I agree. I do agree. Um, two quick stories. No need to really get in depth with them it's like one of our tenants of the show uh this isn't the first time we've talked about it no manga though so kohei horikoshi from the mha uh mha's creators taken two weeks off due to his health cool we we totally understand go and ahead we, you're, we you're getting it. towards the end anyways like he I was doing nail the rest of this out of the park he was doing it every other week for a while, and then he started coming back to doing it weekly. 
I don't know why, but um, yeah, I don't blame him. It's a lot of that's. It's getting real too. It's, I was going to say you've been texting me that it's absolutely nutty right now. So it's like I mean, it's taking all his. I think he did energy. it on purpose. Like the the way he was like he probably knew he needed a break soon, and the way he left a fucking cliffhanger for the last week is crazy. <laughs> He's probably like, all right, now I can take my two weeks to chill out and decompress a little bit. Um, also, at the same time, the Blue Exorcist manga takes a two-month break. The official Twitter account of Kazui Kato's Blue Exorcist manga announced on Monday that the manga will go on hiatus. He, he's been like going crazy, like overworking ever since he came back with this manga. But he needs some time off. Again, we completely understand. Do what you got to do, man. Yep. There's no reason why. I, I mean, we we beat this horse with a tits. Yeah, that's right. Say it. Say it. <laughs> we beat this I mean, horse with know, a dead you, stick. You guys know the saying. You guys know the saying. You beat the we horse, beat with, a dead horse stick. with a dead stick all the time. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, take care of yourself first. You can't we can't expect you to take care of this this medium that we love so much if you're not taking care of yourself. So just I agree. Take the time. Speaking of something people should have taken their time with. Talk about a pegway on that one. Fucking nailed it. What are you doing? Cowboy Bebop creator reveals anime's original title. Oh, uh, oh man, I thought we were talking about the other shit. Jump the gun. Which one? Is there another? Did Uh, we talk about the... Oh, okay. I see what happened there. He also came out and talked a lot of shit about the fucking Netflix live action. Oh yeah, that's right. That was like a week. I think that was two weeks ago now that we Did saw that. that. I don't know if we, we didn't. It. We didn't talk about it, but I remember you sending it. Uh, yeah, he talked a lot of shit about the uh, the Netflix adaptation, but he recently did a uh, an interview. Excuse me, and he revealed that the original name for Cowboy Bebop was going to be Shooting Star Bebop. Revealing that it was due to a trademark conflict that the original name of the legendary anime series had changed. So, I personally love the name Cowboy Bebop better than uh, Shooting Star Bebop. But is that because that's what you knew it as? Actually, Shooting Star Bebop actually doesn't even really make sense. Also, it's too much. It just seems like it's too much to roll off the tongue. I mean, it, especially if you read the Japanese version. Nagariboshi Bebop, like, I don't know, that don't exactly roll off the tongue, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shooting Star Bebop. Sounds like a different show, to be honest with you. It sounds like some Sailor Moon shit. Yeah, I agree. Like, it looks like when South Park... Did the Princess Kenny stuff? That's what that show would be. Jesus. 
but that's crazy yeah. though, isn't it? I mean, and, and this kind of stuff happens all the time. Like people, things get other names. It's like a working title thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. What is that? But that no, I'll talk oh, about I didn't that. see that. New creator. What the hell? Oh my God, did you see that? June, what? No shit. Oh, I missed that. Wow. <laughs> Damn, dog. Shout out Fortnite. Yeah. As per tradition. As per tradition. Um, There's going to be new uh, Junji Ito. Looks like somebody made one of those worlds. People do that all the time. Actually, the Dragon Ball one's back. Actually, Piccolo and Gohan are in Fortnite now. Mm-hmm. Did it officially <clears throat> drop? Yeah. They're in the shop. Snaps I like... Card. The only thing is, it's not Orange Piccolo and Beast Gohan, which is kind of whack, but... Gohan looks great, I'll be honest with you. He can only... He goes Super Saiyan... And Piccolo's like that awakened version from the movie. Mm-hmm. Or like his his color. Remember we talked about it? His color seemed a little bit off. He's like not as green. Yeah. It's like that little off, but like not fully like orange. Like that one in between. Mm-hmm. He can do, he transforms into that and his turban goes away. Or you can play with him with the turban and every, you know, normal get up. I think they did him dirty though. He's a little skinny. Because <laughs> regular Piccolo is pretty jacked, and he's they did him a little dirty. He looks more like Dragon Ball Piccolo. The very beginning of uh like the first episode of Dragon Ball Z looks like more. Gotcha. As opposed to like the end of Z, where he's just jacked all the time. After he absorbed Nail and Kami. Still waiting on this suit for all night. Fortnite's no. awesome, dude. <laughs> Fortnite's the shit. All right. Next up, real quick, uh, just something mentioned because we stumbled upon it as we were looking at the last one. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender will return this year with an Azula backstory. Uh, it's going to be a... Um, What are they it? making this into a show too, or is this just the comic? Just a graphic novel. So they're doing an Azula in the Spirit Temple graphic novel. Whatever. Didn't like her anyways. Fire Nation. Let's ride. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Sean Payton, dude. <laughs> Shout out Sean Payton. Buffalo Bills are fucked now, dude. Uh, ranking all of AFC, kings. All AFCs fucked. Ranking of kings. The anime summer event rescheduled for March. Original event was set to be held last July, and it's coming this March. I'm excited for that. I started watching Ranking of Kings again the other night. I've been slowly making my way through our top five. Mm-hmm. I rewatched Edge Runners. Yep, you you told me about that. I made you sad again. Made me sad again. Shout and then I re-downloaded Cyberpunk and started playing it again the other night. 
Oh yeah, did you like my text the other night? Yeah. Which one? Oh yeah, fucking asshole. <laughs> I, I told you it wasn't about that at work. Then what did he say? He's probably like, what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. What'd you uh, say? You just skip all the fucking cutscenes. Yeah. Jackass. Hundreds talking- and hundreds of hours put into these cutscenes. Tyler's like, nah. Skip ahead, skip ahead, skip ahead, skip ahead. Then Man. he gets mad because he doesn't know the story. I have no idea what's going on right now. Oh, I have no this idea. This story sucks, dude. <laughs> Pretty much. It's all the cutscenes. This story blows, dude. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, so ranking it. You don't deserve a PlayStation. I don't want one. Yeah, I know. I've heard the Last of Us fucking series sucks too. What? From who? My sources. Your, your sources blow too, dude. The show? The show, I heard it sucks. From who? I don't know. That's a bad take, buddy. That's the worst take. You're <laughs> you're fucking you're fucking with me. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> sure. Our show is canceled now. Aaron don't want to talk You're to you. You're fucking no with me. There's no way. Somebody you did not ask. No, I'm, no, I'm fucking right. with you. Everyone pretty much I've everyone I've talked to said it's really good. I was gonna say you met the one person that doesn't like it, so you just hitched your wagon to that. I heard the only people that don't like the show are a bunch of fucking boomers. Oh, why? Because they're fucking gay in the third episode? Probably. Yeah, even, even though they're gay in the fucking He's gay. Like in the in the video game. In the game. And they're like, this isn't following the source material. And then they show it, and then it showed the uh cutscene. He was my partner. Like, what the fuck do you think that means, you boomers? Well, the Ellie finds fucking gay pornos in his room. And they're sticky. Uh, really? In the game. That's in the game. All the pages stuck together. That's what happened. No, dude, the last of Tilu has been fucking great. I fucking cried so hard. Now you sound like me. I cried at Frozen 2. No, dude, if you watched episode, I swear (laughs) to God, if you watched episode three with Megan, dude, you'd be bawling, dude. We'll see. Maybe we will. Let's get back onto this. (laughs) Uh, Ranking of Kings anime summer event rescheduled for March. That's we got that to look forward to. Uh, We could probably go through this one pretty quickly. Tech on Titan creator Hajime Isayama offers his actual manga desperate charity auction. Um, <laughs> as part of the 50th anniversary celebrations of something, Isayama is awarded a special prize. Um, so are you taking all that money you're saving for a house and just putting in on this? Or yeah. I'm 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 offering some serious cash for this. I mean, that's awesome though. That's literally a piece of history. Um, fucking eyelash. Clouding my view. Um, he's using it. Um, where did it go? Where did it go? Oh, he's auctioning off for Doctors Without Borders. So, I mean, it's for a good cause. No, that's like a genuinely good like cause to go to. 
Dude, I was listening to Rogan the other day, and there's like a lot of charities that are just kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're a little scammy. Yeah. They're on the list of like good ones. I want to find the fucking link to this thing. They usually link this shit. Link to the past. To you in 2000 years. Uh, also, Isayama releases new illustrations of Aaron, Armin, and Mikasa. That's in that video. Like, I think that's in that same post. Each of, uh, he had four desks that he used to work on his creative claim series, each with special illustrations. So that's what the drawings are for. I just like watching people work sometimes on like these things. Like, it's just so easy. You know what I mean? They make it look just so. That would be nuts, though. Could you imagine if you were doing this show on that desk? That'd be some meta shit, dude. Oh, I want that one. Where is it? Right here, must be. Where's the link for one of these? So I can throw in an offer on one. Big dog, I bet you that's a pretty penny. Actually, is there a way you can see what is it on? Can you bid on these now or is that like in the future? I think right now. And they're going to be up for auction. Look at look at the little Mikasa. The scarf. Scarf. Oh, Erin Yeager. This could be of use to someone. I can't find this anywhere. What do you guys think? Should we fucking get in on this? Um, all right, I can't find this fucking. If anyone can find the link for this, and if it comes out, let me know. I'm gonna throw in an offer on the fucking desk. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Megan's texting me. Damn. This even made it as far as to be on Hype Beast. So I know I, that's where I was trying to open that link and it wasn't open. Um, all right. So Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch Mercury, English dub release date, cast and crew revealed. Um, Suleta's voiced by Jill Harris, Nino, and quintessential quintuplets, Mirine. From, uh, she voices your and Spy Family, Prospera, Lady Prospera. Well, how what just one second? What are what's the uh conversion rate on euros? Uh oh, you might want to watch this, dude. Oh boy, what you got for me? Look at I'm on the website. 
Oh, shoot. Where'd it go? I don't... We're not sharing the screen anymore. No? Damn. Stop share. Share screen. I see you. Oh, now I don't see you. Yep. Okay, now we're back. Oh, sh Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Christopher Sabat is voicing Vim. I forget who Vim is. And I literally just finished this the fucking first quarter wow. three nights ago. Vim from which... Was Vim? Oh, it's fucking Gwell's dad. Vim Jetson. No. Ah, oh, shit. Did you watch the show? I, yes. Not the whole. I didn't watch like the last bit of it, but. Okay. Um. Wow. Kukuru's Down. Oh, they got the guy playing Kukuru's Down. Is serious, dude. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. You gotta watch the end of this first quarter. No, and that, and then you have to watch the um, end credit scene after the last episode. That's where the gigantic There's a post credit scene, was. dude. Yes. Oh shit, dude. You know I love a post credit scene. And that's where the gigantic twist is that we talked about not too long ago. Uh, also coinciding with uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch of Mercury, a side story manga launches in the spring. The side story set years after the Venatus incident. Um, Ko Yoneyama is writing the scenario and Chika Tojo is drawing the manga. Hisadake is in charge of planning. Also, it's a novel adaptation. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, we do know about this because we did tell yes. about this. I was going to say, we've seen this before. So, yeah, there's some good, cool stuff coming out. It's a good time for you, buddy. All this random stuff going on. I do prefer to read all this shit, too. Have you read this at all? Is it out in the manga? Um, I'll check the shown in it. I don't know if Gundam is shown it though. Nope. Oh, oh. I'm doing this on my fucking phone. I'm literally on a fucking computer. You do that all the time. <laughs> Gundam wiki, dude. Dude, there's a wiki on it. So Gundam Ace is the uh, yes, I remember. Gundam Ace is is their own specific serialization, their own magazine. So it just. It just started coming out and literally <laughs> chapter zero just came out. Oh, I'll have to That's try cool. and find it. 
Um, couple more, five more, four more, five more. Um, news articles. Motion Picture Producers Association of Japan: fourteen anime films surpassed one billion yen mark in twenty twenty two. What I think is the biggest thing about this is the tagline: total box office gross exceeded. 200 billion yen for the first time in three years. So that's basically COVID. Yeah. Really. All right, now, let's you, see. I mean, you had some massive movies come out, so it's not all anime. But I mean, Suzume, is that an anime? I don't know. Let's look at this, though. Oh, those are just the anime movies. Yeah. Okay, so they skipped out. So like five through ten aren't on here. What's this one? Um, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Thirteen point eight billion. Yeah, but who's that under? What's this one? Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Two point five one billion yen. Suck it. <laughs> but One Piece film Red actually fucking blew out Jujutsu Kaisen, which is surprising. But honestly, I feel like Japanese culture really wanted, <laughs> really wanted the um, <laughs> the musical type shit, and that's why One Piece film Dude, Red did so here's well. Here's the thing: I thoroughly enjoyed the shit out of actually all of these movies that we saw. I didn't see Detective Conan. Um, we've have you ever watched the quintessential quintuplets? No, me neither. That was uh, actually um, from work. Warren Holmes. Warren, he uh, he told me about that. He's a big fan of that one. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, the, that time I got reincarnated on here. That SAO movie's on here. You guys, this is 23. Is that the movie you and Chris saw? Yeah. How was that? Wait, why the fuck is there? It's not all the movies. That's just where they ranked. Box office wise. That's confusing, though. Yeah, this is the one we saw. Which. I didn't. It was a remake, though, right? Was that a remake? It wasn't a remake. It was they took a 23 minute episode from like the original Gundam series and they made it into a whole movie and stretched it out into a fucking hour and a half movie. It didn't need an hour and a half. I could tell you that. Uh, You know. But still, dude, a billion yen? Yep. For not original content. You know what I mean? Or not, I guess, not original. It's not, not but new. Mean, but like, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, in a year, with like like the top, like that earlier part of that article says, like, I mean, you had, what, two, three, you had three Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick. The Batman, you know what I mean? Like, you had a lot of fucking movies come out last year. I mean, I know I know that's specifically Japan's, but, I mean, that's a crazy feat, dude. This is a crazy feat right here. Like, this whole entire thing. So, One Piece film Red topples Howl's Moving Castle to sell the fifth grossing anime movie in Japan. 
but even more crazy in my in my opinion um in the all-time chart film red is the eighth highest grossing film in japan of all time that's every movie all time yeah that's everything that's fucking nuts so that's avatar one and two like Avengers, Marvel, like Avengers Infinity War, Titanic, Titan, yes, like it's so crazy. Seven movies, and for a movie that doesn't even have that much Luffy D Monkey in it, you know what I mean? Monkey D Luffy, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I harpers the shit out of that one. God, Luffy D Monkey. I can't wait God, for wow. fucking Steve to hear that one. And Harper, <laughs> whatever. Crack Rock off. off. Oh, he had a shout out to Harper. He had quite the Harperism earlier on Xbox. He said, um, "Oh, did you see uh, Discord's coming to PlayStation now too?" That'll be dope, actually. That'll be really dope because we can make so everybody a can talk to everybody now. We can make a channel and it'll be so much easier for me to talk to you and you guys when we're all playing Fortnite and shit. True that, homie. And they just put um PlayStation Plus, they just put on Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Actually, I could probably you can just play that shit now. Actually, I downloaded it on mine today. How is it? Have you tried it? I've only played it actually, ironically enough, only on the Switch so far. Mm-hmm. I've not played it on PlayStation yet, but I enjoy it with the what I've played of Fighter Z is it's a good game. It's a good fighting game. Mm-hmm. It's no Mortal Kombat, but I mean it's different. It's just completely different. And actually, the art style I didn't think was going to work because it's like that 2D with like the really heavy outlines. So I didn't know how that was how that would work with it but it actually does all i plan is bardock and broly of course i mean you know and of course trunks but that goes without saying um burning attack webcomic giant cacao announces contract updates designed to protect creators Webcomic creators in South Korea will see improved working conditions in their contracts, which includes breaks. You know what's Brother. fucking hilarious is that we just talked about how they're getting fucked. Mm-hmm. Specifically there. Huh. Creator, uh, or vice their contracts. Oh, because of this. We just talked about this. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, we just talked about how they're getting fucked. You want to know what though? I I fucking appreciate that this comes out and they actually address it and they realize like, oh, this is fucked. We need to fix this, and they do it. There's so talk about it. There is so many. Yeah, (laughs) you're welcome, Kurt. Yeah, there's so many animation studios. I feel like where these reports come out and they're just kind of like, let's sweep it under the rug. Well, did you see what um? Speaking of video games earlier, Ubisoft, did you see what their CEO said? No. He basically said that their games aren't performing well because of the devs. What, dude? (laughs) You're telling them what to make. 
but that's usually that's usually to go off of your statement that you just made that that stuff usually just gets swept under the rug that you know they actually did something about this Mm -hmm. like good on you workers rights man you know (laughs) fucking you know bravo the fuck it'll take effect this month phenomenal it, it got it got it came out last people. month and it's being addressed and, and implemented this month. That's how it should be. And then this it takes one company to set a precedent. You know what I mean? Yep. Like so because now everyone's gonna going want everywhere. Everyone's either gonna want to go there now and and mm-hmm. for studios to stop their people from leaving. So if, like, yep, right, yep, if they, they start losing people, shit. yep. If companies start losing people to them, you have to institute similar policies. That's just mm-hmm. how that goes. Someone's got to go first. So good on them. Can we see? Let's look up what who they what um, stuff they make. Hold on. I I got to be honest with you. I've never heard of them. I mean, we probably haven't heard of. Uh, uh, oh, I'm on that. I'm on that auction page. By the way, you have found eight it? and a half days. The one that's the highest right now is lot four, and that's the one where he drew the uh, colossal. And how much is that? Twenty one fifty euros. Oh, that's even more than fucking USD. Rip. Um, Get in there, dude. Just take a loan. <laughs> Go yeah, to that's tw- that's twenty three hundred USD. Oh, dude, you got that. You have that in your pocket. Oh, my God. I wish I could call Megan right now and be like, hey. And then when she so found once out. Once in a lifetime piece, that's only going to go up in value. It's an investment. And then when she found finds out that it is. Uh, that is. It's being recorded. Investment. That we're recording right now. And she'll be like, yeah. Uh, no. I'm in the doghouse. We're gonna buy a house. I'm gonna be in the doghouse. Tyler, you can live in this thing. All right, let's see. Nah, dude, but honestly, that's great. Like it's one of the tenants of this show. Oh, oh there you fucking go, right there. So this is a Korean company. Or so I mean, just so you guys know. The Great Catsby. I've heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What does that one say? Does it say Air Dong? Air no. Airy Dong. Killed my wife, Jesus. So there's a lot of things that we really haven't heard of, but at the end of the day, that don't matter as long as the creators of this stuff is being protected. Yeah, just regular, you know, like workers' rights. Who'd have thought, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. Attack on Titan, ReZero, and more revealed for Anime Japan 2023 main stage lineup. 
All right, red stage, Saturday, March 25th. So this is where this is the big thing that a lot of stuff is going to get some reveal trailers and whatnot for. So I'm going to go through the list. Saturday, Psychopath, Providence, uh, Oshinoko, Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba, Jujutsu Kaisen, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Mashal, Idol Master, Show We Refuse to Talk About, uh, Love Love, Love Live. Sunday. Oh, and this is the red stage. So on red stage on Sunday, Spy Family, Unite Up, Konosuba, an explosion of this wonderful world. That sounds like an isekai. Sailor Moon, Fake Grand Order. I'm Which people people like that Sailor Moon show too. I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, TBA is interesting. That's uh why why wouldn't you have what was in that slot before that's not there anymore? Attack on Titan final season, which I believe at this point in time. Ooh. I have a theory. Let's hear it. Two four part episode or two two the both parts are gonna be four episodes. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, wait, two, two four part episodes. <laughs> each each thing's gonna be four episodes long because this looks like it's gonna go right into When's March 3rd? That's when it comes out. Do you think it's a trailer for the second half? March 3rd is a Friday and Sunday the 26th. So you would have March 3rd, 10th, 17th, 24th. And then the 26th is when they have this. I guarantee it's going to be four episodes. This announcement with a trailer for the next This is a trailer for the second half? Yeah. Write that down, folks. Actually, I probably really should write that down. I was just fucking with. Oh, I dropped it. That's right. All right, and then the green stage on Saturday. My teen romantic comedy snafu. Whatever. Uh, Tony Kawa over the moon for you. Mix Hori Mia, Hori Maya, loving Yamada at level nine nine nine. Doctor Stone, dead unluck, Ketsugo. Elements with emotions. And then on Sunday, the green stage, Mushuko Tensai. TBA, High Card, The Ancient Magus's Bride, Paradox Live. God damn it, this is a fucking isekai. I got a cheat ability in a different world and became extraordinary even in the real world. Ugh. I want to die. Sounds like a slice of life. Rom-com. Both. It's a slice of rom-com. A little bit of fan service mixed in. Love fan service, dude. Great fan service. <laughs> Just piss everybody off. Uh, Blue stage. Saturday. This interests me. Sure does. Huh. All right, so we got Tales of Wedding Rings, Dead Mount Deathplay. After that, it's just titled Netflix Anime. So I wonder what that'll be. Uh, so is that an unannounced thing, or is that something we already know? 
I wonder. Or is that just Netflix anime in general? Like, is because we've talked about it before. Anything original to them, they have that whole that Netflix anime logo. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, is it a trailer with all with new anime they got coming out? Potentially, I don't. That would almost be my guess because it's only half an hour. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, the rest of those shows don't really. You want to be on that first stage, basically. You want to be on red. Yeah. Heavenly Delusion, 2.5 Dimensional Seduction. Okay. Cheerleading March, hosted by Kaguya Sama Love is War. Gamera Rebirth, Hero Classroom. <clears throat> oh my God. So Sunday, they have Lemon Squash Score. Is that like a squash show, you think? Yeah, probably. Is it? Dude, I don't fucking know anymore. Sinduality Noir. Rascal does not dream of a sister venturing out. Okay. Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse. The Dangers in My Heart. Tokyo Revengers. My happy marriage. Yeah, dude. Red stage is where it's at. Um yeah. Yeah, again, I'm gonna call that Sunday on March 26th. We're gonna get part two trailer for Attack and Titan final season. Have it written down. I'll hold you to it. All right, One Piece's uh, manga ending is supposedly revealed. I hate that headline by CBR. This this is like the first time I've hated a CBR headline. Because the thing after says One Piece theorist proposes a possible ending for the series that has Luffy traveling back in time and discovering the origin of the Devil Fruits. Which is like... Okay. I don't know. Sash catch him a cheater. Hmm. I don't know. What did you so I mean I mean you just told us. So you think this is bullshit? Completely? Like you don't agree with this theory at all? see a lot of this is a lot of this shit right here that they're talking about mm-hmm. uh devil fruits named after the powerful deities are called sun god air god earth god and rain god a lot of people are talking about that so it's like it's kind of coincidental that they throw that shit in there okay I think I read this shit. Um, Monkey D. Dragon, Luffy's father, supposedly wields the rain god fruit. That's like a a reported thing, too. I don't know. We'll see. This is... Uh, is there any statements in here from... Uh, what's his name? Oda? No. Yeah. Um... 
because I'd like to hear if like he has anything to say about this. Because sometimes the creators will be like, "Yeah, no, that ain't how that." Fucking finally, dude! Shout out Marvel Snap. I'm about to buy this fucking variant. Jesus, the Todd McFarland black suit Spider-Man. Dude, I've been waiting fucking weeks for this fucker. <laughs> All right. So eat the shit out of Julio. Set as favorite, please. Thank you. Do it. Damn, that's awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. You gotta start snapping, dude. They have one v ones now. I can't do that shit. Oh yes, you can. Stop God. playing, magic, dude. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I wonder if they have any secret layers coming out. They got some more anime secret layers. Well, then, um, speaking of uh, Junji Ito, didn't they? Aren't they making parts too? Yeah, it's right here. Oh, yeah, that art style sure as shit is. Like this one. That's fucking freaky, though. I don't I don't like that. Oh, my God. Oof. <laughs> what is that chick? Plague crafter. Does the whole card actually look like that? Because that's actually awesome that it's got the description. Uh-huh. But you can still see like the actual thing that's going on. That's kind of cool. It's called borderless. I might have one right here. Let's see into fucking rare cards. Plague crafter, dude. That sounds horrifying. Here's like a good one. Oh, here's a good one. Uh this isn't that one of from one of the um more recent sets. Okay. Cool. Dude, the fucking foil on them are sick as well. See that. Like, do you actually use these cards or no? Uh, I have some set aside. I just bought this box not too long. This is the box I got that like super expensive card out of. Oh, okay. That I have not sold yet. If anyone wants a fucking serialized chromatic lantern from Brothers War for $350, I'll take $350 at this point. Um I don't know what any of that means, dog. So the last news story is the one that we're going to be using. <laughs> I'm gonna send this to you. I sent this to Kevin Nocera. Shout out to Kevin. I said this is you in 30 years. Um, our last news story of the week is one that we want to actually discuss a little bit more in depth. Oh my god. That's why it's last. Um <laughs> um 
to Kevin so, in 30 years. Shit. <laughs> Star Wars Visions Volume 2 premiere date animation studios have been announced. So this is actually announced this morning. Mm-hmm. I sent this to you. You may have seen it before I sent it to you, but... I did not. So it was exciting at first. Super exciting. We've been waiting on the announcement. We knew that it was coming. We loved season one. You know, it had it up, its up and downs throughout the you know the season, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> this morning though, all we knew is that it was coming back out. They're doing it on Star Wars Day, May fourth. Fucking sweet. So we'll have Mandalorian in March. Bad Batch is going on now. Mandalorian in March. And then that probably takes us till pretty close to Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, a pretty good year for Star Wars. And come to find out, this isn't exactly what we were expecting to hear about it. Yeah. So let me scroll down so we can... A uh, major Star Wars Visions announcement just dropped that reveals Volume 2's premiere date and animation studios involved in its production. A uh, keyword I just read that might have just slipped past your mind, animation studios. The announcement comes from a joint statement from Disney Plus and Lucasfilm issued by the former, so Disney Plus. It confirms that the second volume of Star Wars Visions will debut on May 4th, 2023, which means it will coincide with Star Wars Day celebrations. The statement also reveals that the animated anthology series, second season, will run for nine episodes, like this, like its predecessor. That will be produced by the following international studios. Aguari, Cartoon Saloon, Punk Robot, Ardman, Studio Mir, Studio La Cachette, 88 Pictures, Taijo, uh in collaboration with Lucasfilm. That's an interesting one. That one. Mm-hmm. And Triggerfish, I believe, if I correctly. Oh. This one. I think it's very interesting that this one specifically says in association with that's why Lucas 2D. Okay. But this one, this is the actual anime studio. We look at that portfolio right there. Oh shit, they made that video for the weekend. Sturgill Simpson. Oh, shit. So they make music videos and shit. Huh. Castlevania. Attack on Titan. Fire Force. 56. What's episode 56? Fire Force. Yeah, no shit. JoJo's. The base. Oh, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. 
Damn. All right. So um, one Piece, Overlord. Tokyo Ghoul Re. Your favorite. Ugh. Your favorite. See, I'm not going to let that discourage me, though, because they have worked on a lot of good shit. The problem with well, Tokyo your problem Ghoul wasn't, Ryu is your problem wasn't was with Tokyo Ghoul, though, it wasn't the animation that was the problem, right? No, no, no. It was just literally the story and how rushed it was. All right. So, with that being said, let's get back to the story. The episode's titles are as follows, which is cool, too. Sith by El Guiri, Screechers Reach by Cartoon Saloon, In the Stars by Punk Robot, I Am Your Mother by Ardman. Journey to the Dark Head by Studio Mir. Spy Dancer by Studio La Cachette. The Bandits of Golok by 88 Pictures. The Pit by Diart Chitaijo and Lucasfilm. I wonder if that's talking about Sarlacc Pit. And that'll be Boba Fett. Which is why they have to have... They, did, they said it here again. Lucasfilm Limited. Yep. And Ao's Song by Triggerfish. We are so proud to be able to reveal the lineup of studios we've assembled, said James Waugh. Waug. Waug. Fucking no. Waug. Star Wars Visions executive Waug. producer and senior vice president, franchise content and strategy at Lucasfilm. Every short is incredible, full of heart, scope, imagination, and the values that make stories distinctly Star Wars, all while opening up bold new ways of seeing what a Star Wars story can be. And then this is where... We wanted to discuss it a bit. Star Wars Visions Volume 2 isn't all anime. Waug, uh, Waug also highlighted the non-anime episodes in Star Wars Visions Volume 2, a creative shift he previously teased in the August 2022 interview. At the time, the EP insisted that Disney Plus... Don't fuck it, tired and Lucasfilm always meant for Star Wars Visions to expand beyond anime to encompass different cultures and styles of animated storytelling. While added that the anthology series' first volume consisted exclusively exclusively of anime productions in large part due to the affection he and other producers have for Japanese animation. Personally, my intention for Visions was to always let it be a more broad palette because there's so much more great animation going uh, uh, animation work going on in the world. Star Wars Visions is the perfect blend of diversity and franchise lore. This isn't to say that Star Wars Visions will completely abandon its ties to Japanese culture going forward, though, aside from the planned inclusion of an anime episode of Volume 2. The Visions sub-franchise previously followed the release of Volume 1 with a manga adaptation of the show's fifth episode, The Ninth Jedi. One that we both liked. Son of a bitch, I forgot they were doing one on the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we wanted to discuss how we feel about this. <clears throat> I'd be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, I, I agree. I understand, though. Yeah, 
but to only have one episode, I, I don't know. It seems kind of whack to me. But there's a lot of great animation studios, though. So, I mean, it's it's hard to be mad for them giving shots because we when we took we did that whole episode, and that's one of my favorite episodes of this show that we've still done. Where you and I we went really deep in on every episode and all the studios, and a lot of them were just subsidiary smaller teams on in bigger studios. Mm-hmm. Which is where a lot of our theories come from, where um Disney in general is just to start making more anime products. Uh, what's your initial thoughts on it? Um, I think that we got spoiled off the get-go. Probably. Um, because I do believe he meant for it to be a broad palette. And the fact that season one was exclusively all anime, I feel like we got spoiled. Uh, I don't want to discredit all these other studios that are involved with the creation of what they're doing. Um, You know what, though? I'm not going to say that I don't feel slighted just a little bit and it's no one's fault. It's just like, again, I feel like we were very lucky. And I feel like we got spoiled with a flat out anime season of star wars right yeah um it kind of spoils our it does but it doesn't it because i feel like they wanted to te- test the waters with how anime and disney would fare and now we got kodansha with them working exclusively i was really hoping one of those top notch shows from visions would have been made into a whole season like honestly anything from our top five either of our top five i would have loved a whole entire season of to be honest and now it's just like are they taking a step back or am i just taking it or am i just like seeing it that way that they're taking a step back see now that we you know now that we're kind of talking through this Mm -hmm. my favorite episodes from that season anyways you know this is you know this is the example i made when we did this episode Mm -hmm. was i like the ones that were leading more towards if you have Star Wars on one side of the spectrum and anime on the other side of the spectrum, I like the ones that lean towards Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, so, that's how it was for you anyways. I mean, one of my favorite ones was... What was the name of it? Lolo? Like the fucking bunny one. Yeah, I like the bunny one. That's super fucking anime. Lop and something? Lop and Osho. Yep. Osho. Where I didn't love that episode, but that was an anime ass episode. But I mean, you know, I won't, I you know, I won't speak for you, but I'd probably wager I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than you are, right? Mm-hmm. 
Way uh, bigger. And I'll wager that I'm a bigger anime fan than you are. Certainly to start this show, I would, yeah, you know, yeah, I would, yeah, you are. Because, you you know, you read and you, you're more well-versed in it than I am. So, I mean, this was, that was a nice, you know, you looked at it a certain way. I felt like this was the very, like, you could, you could comment on this. I felt like this was like the pinnacle of like our two biggest favorite nerddoms for you. It's Star Wars. And for me, it's just flat out generalized anime. Right. And like, that was like a fucking perfect collision of both worlds. And we got great episodes to um like play both I, of our favorites those, so like we did branching out and our list are pretty close but like that show like our lists were not the same no not at all like at all like I think were, the only thing that we really agreed on was the bottom three shows yeah like the last six we we were they were ranked all over the place oh yeah like you liked like I said, like you and I looked at that first season of Visions from two very different perspectives. Yep. And my favorite episode was The Elder. You didn't really care for that episode all that much. I mean, you you were like, it's fine, but it wasn't. Let me pull up my ratings. You liked the super anime ones. So, like, honestly, am I going to like Volume 2 better? It's very possible. Probably. Honestly. Actually, my favorite one was the one that the manga was written after the Ninth Jedi. I did like that episode, too. So, you liked the Elder, and I put that fourth. To rehash, I know we've beaten this fucking horse with a dead stick. My top five were number five. The duel. You put that one very high, I believe. Yes, I, I did. Too. Yes, I did. Number five was me. Was the duel. Four was the elder. Your number one. Yeah. So it's like it's like our top our tops and bottoms kind of just flipped. My bottom two was your favorite two, and my favorite two were like your bottom four and five ish. Um, three was. The Village Bride. I liked that one a lot, but that was oh, fucking see. anime as shit. I, I didn't love that episode. So, that I mean, was anime so, as shit. <laughs> and I the keep, whole thing. The whole thing yeah. was anime as shit. Um, number two was La Pinocho, which you didn't which that was really nowhere fare. near number two for me. That was nowhere near two for me. Honestly, that probably didn't even break your top five because I believe oh. you liked... The twins better than that one. I did. And not Toby. Because we hated Toby. We hated we both had, Rhapsody. You know, we both had this the singing one last. That was number that was like this. That was the second episode. Mm-hmm. Where did you put the first one? The duel? Five. Five. Yeah, I really liked that one. Yeah. So and then just, you know that's just the way you, you know especially because we i mean we hadn't even been doing the show that long at that point mm-hmm. I like, I <clears> that like, was that was only a couple that was like three months into the show or something right yeah that was very early yeah, on. Like three months so we were definitely we we're less than 20 chapters into the show 
So yeah, certainly at that point for me, my base of anime wasn't nearly as you know as big as it is now. I so, got I got whole of a paragraph written for every single one of these except for the. Oh, you and I went deep. We went deep on. Except for the fucking singing one, I hated that one. It was not good. It was, and that was the only one with Star Wars characters in it that we had known. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like that was the perfect mashup of like our two of our biggest fandoms. Like, and I like I like Star Wars animated shows a lot too. Like, I love um, Clone Wars and Clone Wars, and I loved that. Certainly, the the Tales of the Jedi. I loved those, spe- specifically the Dooku episodes. Bad Batch is going on right now, which I'm not, you know, I'm not caught up to with that. <laughs> what? Bilbo smoking that next level Zaza to some to some not Dumbledore. <laughs> That's not Dumbledore. No. My Why brain just went to that. My brain just went to that. You just had to watch it. I had to. My brain, my brain just <laughs> fucking went right to that. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> that sauce. Oh, I gotta show that to you with the fucking volume on. <laughs> We're getting a major fucking segway. <laughs> Someone summon Dumbledore. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Bilbo smoking that next level Zaza. Oh my god. <laughs> so let me, all right. So, like, let me take a step back and ask you some questions about this real quick. Sure. Uh, so obviously we have the show going for like 20, 30, maybe episodes at the this point in time. I actually might have that written down as well. Visions. Star Wars Visions was chapter 21. Um... So you were at that point in time. You're watching a lot of anime. We, we, I've gotten you addicted to Attack on Titan, My Hero, a bunch of other shit. When this got announced, now I know you were excited when they originally had announced Episode Seven. Did this was this excitement for this Star Wars Visions more or less than Episode Seven? Like the anticipation. I was cautiously optimistic. So that was after Disney had purchased it. Disney had purchased Star Wars in like 2013. And then those movies were announced the next year that they were getting made. So I was super cautiously optimistic about that. And then that first 
trailer came out for Force Awakens. That's one of the best trailers I've ever seen to this day for anything. That trailer's hype as shit and preys on a lot of nostalgia. And so I love original trilogy Star Wars. Yes, I grew up with the prequel trilogy and I, I love those too. But Luke Skywalker is one of my favorite protagonists in any medium ever. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with Star Wars. Okay. I love Darth Vader and I love Luke Skywalker. Two of my favorite characters ever created for anything. How are they going to handle that? They didn't obviously show any Luke Skywalker in those trailers, but I was super excited. Mm -hmm. Then the movies come out, and it's... The Force Awakens is good. You know, it's basically episode four. We remade it. Okay. But I was also a big extended universe guy. So I've, you know, I've... I've played the video games. I've read books, comics, all that shit Mm -hmm. with like Luke's kids and Ben Solo and like the story about how he, you know, he kind of fucked Chewie and Chewie dies and like all that shit. So I would say I was, I mean, you're more excited for a whole ass movie to come out because of just the production value and what is Disney going to do with this project. Mm-hmm. But I was very excited for the prospect of them doing Star Wars stories, individualized Star Wars stories from an anime perspective. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, I would say the movies. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually more excited for episode eight. And then that movie fucking sucked donkey balls. I hate that fucking movie. Now, do I hate the other one more? Yes. They got progressively worse. So. Oh, boy, I could really dive into this. This could this is going to be. I already know this is going to go too deep, so I'm not even going to go there right now. Because that's a whole other podcast for a whole other time. Mm -hmm. There was no cohesion and no vision uh, um, for the sequel trilogy. So they gave it to J.J. Abrams, which I never liked. I never liked him because he had already made Star Trek and shit, Mm -hmm. which was fine. You know, I'm not a Star Trek guy. But those movies with Chris Pine were all right. You know, whatever. And then they go to Ryan Johnson, who by all rights is a great director because he made Knives Out and all that shit, and I love those two movies. But he totally fucked the whole thing because he's like one of those, like, I don't want to say he's like M. Night Shyamalan, but, you know, like with the twist and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But he just totally... You had like a base, like a foundation built, and they just totally fucked it. Yeah. And then they bring Abrams back to do the third one. So he's got to pick up the fucking scraps left over from the other shit Ryan Johnson ruined. Mm-hmm. And just made a fucking garbage movie. What excited me the most about Visions was what 
Star Wars was already doing with the animation side of things. So I'm a big Dave Filoni guy. He's had a huge hand in like all this Mandalorian stuff and Tales of the Jedi, Clone Wars, Rebels, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So as far as that perspective goes, Star Wars animation's been killing it. I mean, well, you know, there's a couple bumps in the road where it's like, okay, this isn't great. But all the episode three timeline stuff, it's like that final season of Clone Wars, two Bad Batch, two Rebels then, is all really good. It was phenomenal storytelling. I think they do a great job of showing that transition where Anakin's, you know, getting manipulated his whole basically childhood all the way up to adulthood till he becomes Darth Vader. Like you yeah. can see the cracks happening and you can see the potential in there. I think so. um like here's my perspective on it and I I think the speculation of anime Star Wars, knowing how well done uh, Clone Wars and the other one after that, where there's Ahsoka. Um, That's I think Rebels. there's Rebels. I think there's so much hype going into that, into the anime side of it. Now, does that mean that um, all this uh, animated? Like stuff we're gonna get through visions is gonna be bad. Absolutely not. Once again, I think we just got spoiled. So here's the thing. I would make the argument. You can disagree with me if you'd like to, but I think I think Star Wars is bigger than anime. Oh. I disagree. I think it just has to come down to what ge- geographical area we're looking at. Like, I don't think Star Wars is bigger than anime in Japan. Okay, in my well, honest opinion. The the world, though. Again, I just uh, I'll be honest with you. Anime is a fairly niche thing. That's why. The- if you look at the the the, um, the Star Wars event where Visions was announced, there was a lot of people that were like, "Oh, okay." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I watched that fucker live. I watched people react to it live. Mugen Train is actually the highest grossing film of all time in Japan. Well, because of, uh, you know, we know who. Tengen Uzui. Yeah. Rengoku. Uh, Spirited Away, Titanic, Frozen. I still want to watch this. I have not watched this yet. Your name. Uh, me neither. Philosopher's Stone. 
is actually the source. But you, okay, actually, to tie into the another story we just did, it just passed Howl's Moving Castle. Okay, so Princess Mononoke, Harry Potter in the in the United States, the Sorcerer's Stone, your name, Frozen, Titanic, Spirited Away, Mugen Train. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. God, they like Harry Potter there a lot. Because it's like fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, The Last Samurai's in their top 20 <laughs> with Tom Cruise. Granted, the world loves Tom Cruise, though. That's a great movie. I actually really like that movie a lot. This is Tom Cruise, too, right? Yep. Tom Cruise. Bohemian Rhapsody, really? A movie about Queen? Harry Potter again. I mean, the first inkling of Star Wars we get on this list is episode one at 25th. That's a whole other discussion for a whole other podcast, but I like the prequels more than four, five, and six. And I think that's I think that's just because I that's what I grew up with. I think that's got the nostalgia bias on it. <laughs> Aaron is trying to relax. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. We're fine here. The world's burning around us. There's a lot of Harry fucking Potter on this list. Mm-hmm. The Force Awakens is the next one on the list. Given also to these two... Matrix more... Reloaded is higher than Matrix? Jesus. Lord of the Rings is on there. Shout out Lord of the Rings. Let's see. How do you think they feel about Animatrix? Dude, here's how big, which is more popular internationally, Naruto or Star Wars? It's fucking Star Wars with a bullet, dude. Star Wars, easy. Cowboy Bebop's not better than Star Wars. No. No. Um, (laughs) No way, dude. Uh, uh, You know, that one hurts a little bit. I don't I don't know what that is to be honest with you. Let's write this on my little fucking list of waterlogged post-it notes. 91 days. The classic tale of revenge. Yeah, Stop it's me. not better than Star Wars. Jujutsu Kaisen. I disagree with this one in particular. I was say, get out of here. The, who wrote this list? Christopher? <laughs> is I swear to God, if number one's Naruto, it's no, anime. What the fuck, it's not even anime. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Get the fuck, fuck this list. Christopher wrote it. This is a shit list, dude. Because like literally, like this, 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 and this, it could be Christopher. It's just because it takes place in space. Oh, fuck yourself. Oh, this is—is is this a strength thing though, or what? Yeah, this is stupid. I—I I don't—I—I I don't indulge in that type of debate because it doesn't. 
Actually, here we go. This might be. Damn, dog. Winnie the Pooh raking it in. How? It's fucking 100 years old. There you go. There, That ends the fucking discussion right there. Pokemon is 6 billion ahead. Of, Pokemon alone is 6 billion ahead of Star Wars. I think the realm of Pokemon is just more One. popular. We've discussed this before. Pokemon is one of the most powerful IP on the entire planet. I know. Clearly. Let's see. What's the next anime thing? Probably not far. Or no, probably far. Oh, God damn it. Transformers. Fucking cars. I wouldn't want to contract. I mean, they're putting it from 1984. Japanese, dude, isn't it? Yeah. Dragon Ball. Yu-Gi-Oh. Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh. Bucking Fist of the North Star. Okay. We'll sponge it. Sailor Moon. Neon Genesis. Neon Genesis. One a piece. That's crazy. Because that's very new. That's crazy. Let's see what it's ahead of. That actually makes Ultraman. me feel very good because it's a, fuck Fast and Furious and fuck Fast and Furious and fuck Halo too. Did you see they have to rip that shit down to the oh Gundam? There you go. Fucking Beyblade. I haven't oh seen that. Oh my god! Auto. Bob the Builders made five billion dollars, dude. Fucking Hamtaro. Megan, what are you spending money <laughs> on? That point oh two billions, Megan. <laughs> Astro Boy. All right, where the fuck is Naruto? I didn't see Naruto. There's no way he's not on this list. I don't know, big dog. There's no I'll way. I'll tell you right now, Hello Kitty makes more money than I would I would have taken that bet. Hello Kitty makes more money than most anime projects. IP, I should say. I, I'm surprised Neon Genesis is on this list at all. I'll be quite frank with you. Yeah, me too. I've never liked Power Rangers personally. Shrek, Jesus Christ. Beyblades on there, dude. Grand Beyblades was the shit for a little while. I bet Beyblade was Beyblade. Beyblade is on here because of right here. Merchandise sales. Yep. That's <laughs> almost it's all it's all merchandise. Box office is 9 million merchandise sales. 4.6 billion. <laughs> That's the biggest disparity, I bet, between oh anything on God. here. And Hamtaro and Astro Way out here beating fucking Naruto. That's crazy. The Pokemon Company no longer mentions how much the franchise has earned on their website as of May 2019. 
So those aren't even updated fucking numbers. Who is spending this much money on Winnie the Pooh? Dude, I had a bunch of Winnie the Pooh stuff as a kid. Fuck Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. All right. We should probably start to fucking wrap this one up. (laughs) We went down a rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? God (laughs) damn. Um... I would say in a nutshell, we are disappointed that everything is not anime, but I think that I'm not going to dog it. So like here's think- the thing, though. They could come back later this year and say, oh, well, there's going to be another one that is all anime. It's all sequels to the other shit that you guys liked. Or they could come back <laughs> later this year and be like, hey, you're getting the full anime series that you guys wanted. Or that, too. I, you know, none of that would surprise me. Disney can just green light anything at any time. I mean, we all know that. Look at what they're doing with Marvel right now, dude. Mm-hmm. They just announced fucking Moon Girl and fucking Devil Dinosaur. Like, what the fuck? Who's watching that shit? Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur? Yeah. What the, the fuck thing, is that? It's The show looks like it's going to be 100% for kids. Let's put it this way. You and I are not the demo. You know what I mean? That's for sure. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. At the end of the day, it comes out May the 4th. It's kind of a good tie-in because it's going to be towards the end of that spring time. It'll be right in time for uh, branching out, too. So maybe we could just do a full discussion of branching out on well, I mean, it'll be, it'll probably be whatever we called the first one, two. You know what I mean? Like it's just like I, like we're gonna do the same exact episode, except we're gonna go probably episode by episode and talk about you know whatever. All vision. Like no season, execution. if you like volume one or volume two. There's nothing saying that they can't keep coming out with these. So this isn't the last we see of Star Wars anime. I mark my words. Oh. I, I agree. But, you know, that's about wrapping it up for this week. Appreciate everyone who is tuned in. Um, keep sending us recommendations for branching out. Uh, that's going to be... You can send memes like crazy lately. Shout out to the memes. We should do an episode where we rank memes. And maybe we do get a bunch of guys in here. Like, all right. You do that. We'll put like maybe our favorite 20 favorite memes or maybe like the 10 favorite, like, um, like, what is it? Like blank memes, whatever you want to call it without any context. Yeah. Um, and rank them. That'd be, that'd be a pretty funny actually. Um, or if we make them. Hey, ew. put one on a shirt. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but yeah, that's about it for this week. Make sure you're if you're not following the pages, you follow us at Anime Made Me Do It on Facebook. Anime Made Me Do a Pod, all one word on Instagram. Twitter is dead. Twitter has died, and it won't be pulling a Jesus Christ and being resurrected. Um, 
unless Musk Daddy can fix it. And then we have to. Yeah. Because Skynet's gone live. But, you know. Yep. Um, make sure you, you subscribe, like, comment, share. Word of mouth is still huge. Uh, is the if you're, you could if, you've, if you're t- tuning in, because I've talked to you uh, out in the real world, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, that's about it for this week. You know, ain't on to it. Anime made me do it. We out. We out. out.